This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. At the dawn of the 21st century, Michael Fatley, the Lord of the Dance, created a beautiful film of incalculable cultural value, an action-packed remake of the old classic Casablanca for the modern age. For reasons unconfirmed, the film has yet to be released to the general public, but by trawling through the deepest parts of the dark web and Mr. Flatley's bins, we found enough of the script to bring it to you as it was originally intended. This is Michael Flatley's Blackbird, as told by the Bootsy Boys. Looking for something worth dying for. Dancing hot sex man adventure romance. He will kick several Nazis and get in your pants. He's got two guns. Looks young for his age. He's the fucking In a world where infamous Austrian artist Adolf Hitler never killed himself, the Second World War rages still. On the brink of total defeat in 1945, Hitler escaped to Argentina and became mega-Hitler. Perhaps even cyber-Hitler. Now under his cybernetic leadership, the Nazis have returned and this time they're really bad! The old alliances have reformed, and the Vichy government is once again in control of French Morocco and the city of Casablanca. Imagine Casablanca from the 1940s film Casablanca. In fact, that's where it's set, in Casablanca. Here, desperate Europeans are still trying to use bureaucratic loopholes to escape Nazi rule and make it to America, where one day... Underdog Celtic dancers might capture the soul of a people crying out for a fusion of Irish and contemporary dance. That may come later, in a freer world. But for now, we find ourselves in Mick's Bar and Lounge, home of sexy parties and the spirit of resistance. Amidst the crowd of boozy patrons, we see the suave yet shady Chief of Police impatiently checking his watch. Mama, where is that man? It's not like him to be late. Wait just one moment. Is that... tapping? In a dizzying whirl of feet and chest sweat, Mick emerges. He youthfully glides across the floor with the silky smoothness of a man unburdened by his true age. Remarkable. Tremendous footwork as always, Mick. Looks like things haven't changed much since your days as a famous dancer, when you captured the soul of a people crying out for a fusion of Irish and contemporary dance. Why, I recall once when you were... Get on with it, Chief. I have a long night ahead of me. No time to recount each of the many times I've been impressive in public, which is a lot. Very well, then. I'm here to warn you, Meek. An old friend of yours is in town. They are... An old friend, huh? Are they here to catch a show? Or a headache? Mick is full of excellent singers like these. They're really easy for me to think of. I mean, for Mick to think of. He's great at singers. Be quiet and listen to me, Mick. I simply wish to warn you not to help your old friend in what is sure to be a very noble but futile anti-Nazi scheme. SS General Markov is here visiting the garrison today. He's very interested in meeting you, Mick. In fact... He'll be here to do so any minute. Meeting me? 
Why? Did I sleep with his sister? Another example of Nick's razor-sharp wit, but also it's perfectly possible that he did sleep with the General's sister. Mick's sex life is as far-reaching as it is celebrated. You can ask him yourself, Mick. Here he comes now. General Meyerkopf of the German High Command arrives with an aide. As they are shown to their seats, they remove their coats to reveal swastika armbands. They're Nazis, all right. Ah, the illustrious Mr. Mick. Won't you join us for drinks? Ha 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 ha. Perhaps some of your local strudel? Fine. One drink. But make it quick. No more strudel talk, Meyerkopf. This is a family joint. You cheating. Tis a point. Tis a point, then. Our files tell us you used to be in the CIA, Mr. Mick. Distinguished service against the German Reich during the 60s when things were just a little weird. Forgive me, but your former vocation seems troubling to our very Nazi operation here. I wouldn't worry about it, General. I'm just a bar owner these days. Lately, the hardest battles I've fought involved reaching the highest bottles on the shelf. Or in getting a beautiful woman into bed. The three laugh, knowing full well that a man like Mick would never have trouble seducing a beautiful woman. Be that as it may, Mr. Mick, I am also aware that some old friends might try to recruit you into a dashing caper of some sort. You are well known to be a good man who will get involved in other people's struggles to assist them, often at great personal risk to yourself. General, I'm not much of an altruist. Unexpectedly, Mick's pianist and occasional sidekick Sam arrives, looking like he might share something relevant to the conversation. Mick, uh, I'm sorry to bother you, but th- that unwashed bunch of orphans you rescued from that burning library? Well, they're just outside. They wanted to thank you for saving them, and for building them a new library with no burnt books inside it at all. Jesus, Sam, can't you see him in the middle of something here? The door swings open to reveal a bunch of shivering rag children made entirely of tragedy and misplaced hope. Mr. Mick, sir, we wanted to thank you for saving us from that library. We gave it all we have. It's one shoe, and we decided you should have it. For God's sake, Sam, just give these Dickensian kids some free cocktails and send them on their way. I'm busy. The children are provided with white Russians for calcium, and the door is gently shut on their appreciative little faces. Not much of an altruist, then? I owed them a favor. Look, General, by the time this old friend blows out of town, I'll still be here in my bar, cracking wise. Be that as it may, Mr. Mick, I... In the corner of his eye, Mick sees a beautiful woman crying at the bar and knows that he must selflessly assist her in whatever way he can. But if sex is on the table, it's a welcome bonus. I have an urgent matter to attend to. Gentlemen, do excuse me. But Mr. Mick... Good evening, General. Mick makes for the bar, but the woman has already left, like they all do in the end. Beaten, Mick decides to soothe his woes by standing seductively at the bar, brooding on his exciting past and uncertain future. Meanwhile, in Mick's bar and lounge, 
Sam entertains the patrons as he tends the bar and lounges. Check it out! I'm lying down! Cool, that bartender is laying down, throwing cocktail bottles and somehow catching them behind his back! Mixed bar truly is the place to be! And check it out, a lady just walked in. Wow! That's what I call a top-class broad! A top-class broad has entered. She turns heads as she delicately and sexily strolls to the bar with the confident air of a sexy love interest. You wouldn't notice the age gap between her and Mick. Hello, Sam. Holy shit! Miss Isla! It's, it's been years since you and Mick ended your stormy love affair. Let me get you a drink. Mickey Finn's on the rocks, right? Ah, uh, you remembered. Thanks. You know, Mick's probably out on a, a sexual exploit of some sort. Makes sense. I always said he had the charm of Sean Connery mixed with the look of a young Brando. Say, Sam, would you sing our song? The one Mick and I would make love to? Oh, gee, Isla, I don't know if I can remember the words. Oh, come on, Sam. Play it once more, Sam. Replay the thing you played before, Sam. Repeat that thing you played in the past at this present moment again, Sam. Uh, okay. Yo, listen, here's the story about a little guy that lives in a blue, blue world. And all day and all night, everything that he sees is just blue like him. Inside and outside, blue his house with a blue little window, a blue Corvette, and everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around cause he ain't got nobody to listen blue dabba dee dabba die Isla looks wistful putting her mind back to a happier and sexier time damn it Sam I told you to never play that song it reminds me of the only woman who ever Isla Hello, Mick. I hear you're still the same philandering sex goblin my mother warned me about. Meredith always had a way with words. Sam, two Mickey Finns on the rocks. The general mentioned an old friend would be stopping by. He didn't mention they'd be so... nubile. <laughs> oh, Mick. You always knew how to make me feel special. But enough about how alluring we both look. Tell me, are you still looking for something worth dying for. Oh, kid. I left all that behind me. These days, I'm much happier as the humble owner of this down-to-earth and incredibly exclusive nightclub. Mick turns his head away and stares pensively. He doesn't notice as a sniveling man sneaks into the bar and gives Isla a weak kiss on the cheek, which is also too wet. So, uh, what are you doing here? You want to get back together? With me? Just because I've become the man you always knew I could be? How shallow. Make this small man is my husband. Greetings, old chap. Adolf Laszlo. Husband? You married this? Here's a fresh one, Mick. Thanks, Sam. I'm actually quite brave, and I really hate those blasted Nazis. I am also 
English. Have you told him yet, Isla, about our plan? Not yet. Uh, Mick, we're putting on a musical. But it's not just a musical. It's also a cover for our plan to kill many blasted Nazis. It's bound to be a dashing caper, Mick. Well, I hope the two of you have fun with that. He certainly will. See, it's about this fascinating character. He's named after the blackest of all black birds, the Raven. Everyone knows him as the world's greatest Irish dancer, but secretly, he's a secret agent. I based it off someone I once knew. He certainly sounds familiar. Yes, yes, it was some former dynamo lover of yours. And there's this delightful love interest, Elsa, she's called. She has to leave him out of fear for what will happen to him. But then one day she walks back into his life when she finds a way to save the world. Even if it means Blackbird. <laughs> I mean, Raven. Even if it means Raven will find something worth dying for. Sounds stupid. Well, you must be the only one who thinks so. Plenty of important Nazis want to see it. You seem very excited to be impressing Nazis, Adolf. <laughs> it's, 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 it's very funny, the thing that you're saying, <laughs> considering that I am actually the one who hates all of the blasted Nazis. We want to impress them because it means we can get a bunch of them in the same room. This is where you come in. We want you to play Raven. See, in the final scene, Raven will shoot all of the Nazis in the crowd. Shoot them what? A kiss? A furtive glance? No way I could do that. No, I... Shoot them a vicious glare? Shoot them a new suit? That doesn't even make sense. Don't be ridiculous. Shoot them, as in kill them, with two guns. Hmm. Well, I could easily do that. But... No, I... I'm out of the game. Oh, but Mick, we need you. You're the only person who's both a world-class entertainer and a ruthless killer secret agent whose trademark weapon is two guns. Oh, come on, Isla. You know I had to give all that up. I never want to be part of a team again. Besides, I've got a podcast now. It's sponsored by Squarespace. And a website. It's built by Squarespace. And a bar. This bar. Uh, Squarespace aren't involved in the bar yet, but I, I'm, in, I'm confident we can work something out. I sent them an email five days ago and I thought they responded, but I actually got a different email, and then I got a notification. Let's go, Isla. I want to get a Fanta. See you around, Mick. And remember, I really hate those blasted Nazis. Later. Hmm, Fanta. I'm sure it's nothing. I'm off to my back office to drink the hardest liquor we've got in this joint. Sam, bottle of Mickey Finns, if you please. If you ever change your mind. Isla gives Mick a card with a phone number. Mick turns it over to reveal the words something worth dying for and a silhouette of a blackbird. My old calling card. I never did understand why you had a calling card. I really need you, blackbird. Mick stares at the card and takes a swig from the bottle. I don't go by that name anymore. Mick stands handsomely in his trendy bar. He's smoking. It's so cool. His ex-lover Isla and her lame husband Laszlo stare at Mick. They see his coolness. Meanwhile, Mick is thinking about all the killing and shagging he's done 
and about how nothing is worth dying for. So cool. But suddenly, and interruptingly... Nazi, Nazi, oh shit, a brick, Mick, it's the Nazi, Nazi alarm! Oh no, they must have tracked us here! God damn it, Laszlo, I told you not to sing those Nazi sea shanties so loud! I just think they're catchy! Oh, well's the Nazi man come to roll and shoot and clump and clump! Can it, fanboy? Well, I'm just real glad you stopped by my bar, Isla. Which is sarcasm, by the way. I'm not glad at all. I'm the opposite of glad. What you call it? it? Rhymes with it. Sad. That's what I am. God damn. I'll just put this bottle of Mickey Finn's. I say I'll put this bottle of Mickey Finn's right here on the bar for later. Ugh. Oh, Mick. I'll. Leslo. Oh, Mick. Mick. Leslo. Oh, Mick. Mickey Finn's. <laughs> Mick, your arms. <laughs> Look at those muscles. I oil them. Oh. That's 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Looks like a... Space for old Laszlo? Mick, look out! Soldiers about to crash through those beautiful stained glass windows depicting scenes from your life in a poignant yet classy fashion. Evil soldiers on ropes swing into Nazi. Mick's bar and smash into his life again. <laughs> look out, Blackbird! It's the Nazis! They're in the bar now! This is no place for a lady. Mick bravely kicks Laszlo in the oh. back, pushing him and Isla away from danger. Start by shooting the orphans. <laughs> Little rag boy, no! Let me cradle you in my big strong arms. Mick, I've been shot, Mick. I've, I've been shot by Nazis. I'm not going to make it. Thank you so much for your help. Directing our lives in this wonderful nightclub. You are a good director, Mick. Thanks, little rag boy. I know. That's not my. Na <laughs> uh, no! Don't die on me! I'm not just a director, I'm so much more. Wake up! Wake up and tell me I'm a triple threat! Please, wake up! Ah, look how the blackbird cries. Quick, my soldiers, shoot more of his patrons to crush his spirit. So much death. Need to help them. But I can't go back. I'm tired. I don't kill anymore. No matter how good I did it, I can't do it again. I've drawn a boundary and that's healthy. Ugh. More customers are murdered around Mick. He knows he needs to take action, but he's conflicted. He left that life behind. Conflicted? Left that life behind? There they are, General Mayakov. Isla and Laszlo. The rebels we fear, but also we mock. The fucking nerds. Oh, Laszlo, there's Nazis walking this way. What are we going to do? Oh, Isla, my, my, they do look upset. Maybe we should hear them out and learn how we can best adapt to their wishes. After all, if we don't let them speak, we're just as bad as them. Oh, classic Laszlo. This is just like you. Now the Nazis are right here in front of us. Now remember, soldiers, this is my last day before retirement and I don't want any mistakes. So shoot those rebels. Oh, Christ. Why aren't the guns already loaded? Blackbird! We need action! Blackbird! 
Come on, Mick. You can do this. Time for business. Mick hurls little ragboy's corpse at the approaching soldier who Nine. crumples like a racist twig. I guess he did not see that one coming. I suppose I'll pick up this gun. Hmm. No, I'm not ready to kill with a gun again. So long, Gunny! But how would you goose-stepping fucks like some chin kicks, though? Chin kick! Chin kick! Swats kick ya on the chin! Ha! Meanwhile, Isla and Laszlo are cornered by Nazis! Oh god, I'm so scared! Isla, shield me! Laszlo pushes Isla in front of him as a human shield. Oh, Laszlo, not again. But before they can shoot, Mick prances over like a sexual gazelle and kicks the two Nazis near Isla and Laszlo. Gestap, nothing for you here, except chin kicks, you Nazi fucks. Look out, General Meyerkoff is here again. Ah, Blackbird, why don't you take a nice bullet from my pistol? Nah, I don't think so. Ugh. Oh, but Shiza, you kicked the re my retirement pistol to the ground. It becomes scratched. Isla, Laszlo, you two get out of here. Come, Isla, let us flee like heroes. Be careful, Blackbird. They run out of the door, Laszlo pulling Isla by the arm. Okay, General Meyerkoff, time for a chat. Let's chew the fat and kick it! Ugh. I'm afraid I'm not as beautiful of a dancer as you, Blackbird. Well, how about we settle this over a nice bottle of Mickey Finn's, which I've got right here on the bar. Ah, well, that actually sounds quite reasonable. Eat bottle, Nazi! Mick grabs the bottle of Mickey Finn's off the bar, a bottle of Mickey Finn's that I set up earlier, foreshadowing. Then, with very toned and not at all useless arms that hang by his sides, Mick throws the bottle at Meyerkopf. Oh, my fucking head! The bottle bops Meyerkopf on the head like a fucking fool. Mick pounces on his chest with the cat-like agility of a cat half his age. Ha ha ha! All right, Meyerkopf. Now I've got you all laid out on the ground like a pretzel. Let's talk. I'm afraid your famous gift of the gab won't work on me, Blackwood. Ha 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 reveals a bomb on his chest. Ten seconds. Nine. Eight. It's Ein Bomb. Oh, bollocks. Time to split. Mick begins to run towards the exit door. Hey, Sam. Time for the closing number? What? Five seconds. Four. Sam, final tune. Three seconds. Two. Sorry, Mick. What are you, what are you talking about? Mick's bar explodes as he leaps away from the fireball. He lands in front of Isla and Laszlo and brushes himself off. Well, Isla, don't say I never got you fireworks. That's not what fireworks are, but you were pretty light on your feet back there. Won't you help us? You know you're the only song and dance man for the job. Why? To destroy all that I love? My precious bar, dead. My beautiful Sam, ruined. I'm sorry. This is why I can never work as part of a team. We'll head north alone then. See you around, Mick. Isla and Laszlo walk away. She looks back over her shoulder several times. Mick notices 
a sexy black bird on the ground in the wreckage of his old bar. We find Isla and Laszlo sneaking around the dark, moody side streets of Casablanca. They tiptoe around until Isla stops Laszlo by placing a hand on his heaving, effeminate bosom. Laszlo, do you hear that? Sounds like Nazis. Quickly, this way! Laszlo leads Isla down an even sidier side street where they stumble across... A conveniently placed German-made car of the people. Laszlo hops in without hesitation. Laszlo, wait! It's a trap! How could it be a trap? It's so convenient and so attractive, despite the obvious historical associations. But Laszlo, look! There's a tow cable running from the car over to that Nazi tank with two Nazis smoking next to it. What tank? I don't see any Nazi tank. Hey, Laszlo! Laszlo! Over here, by the panzer tank! Is that Isla? She's so pretty. Yeah! Hi, Isla! I'm Klaus! Fuck off, Klaus! Oh, my throat. Uh, wait, I mean my throat. Laszlo, it's clearly a trap. Use your eyes and your brain, not whatever bit of you that all of the cowardice comes from. No, it's not. What? It's not a trap. Get in! What? Get in! It's not a trap! But it's not a trap! Get in! I I get in! It's not a trap! I'm not getting it's just neck! I must tell you! It's not a trap! Get in the car! It was the automobile! (sighs) The door is locked. We're trapped. Oh no, it was indeed a trap. We should have not gotten in. Why did I ever listen to you? Repetition, Isla. That and my mustache, which I have been told is... It isn't. <sighs> Where's Blackbird? <sighs> when you need him. We find Mick at the gym, releasing some of his beautiful frustration by way of topless boxing practice. <clears throat> I've hit rock bottom. <sighs> Oh, you sure did hit me, Mickey. And you socked me right in the kisser. I lost a tooth there, Mickey, a front one. I'm a grown man. They don't come back. Sorry, Rock. Didn't see you there, right in front of me, being my boxing coach. My boxing coach named Rock Bottom. Ah, you're all right. You don't train topless fighters as long as I have without taking a couple of... Ah, my fucking nose! Mickey, Jesus! Ah, it's bleeding, Mickey! I'm sorry. My hand slipped. Into your face. Hey, uh, something the matter, Mickey? I ain't, ain't much I seen could get under the skin of a prized topless fighter like you. I guess I've just been wondering lately if there's anything out there worth dying for. I'm sure you'll die over something worthwhile really soon, Mickey. Hmm. Whoa, Jesus, my fucking window, Mickey! Jesus, what is it's a boyd? It's some kind of a black-looking boyd, Mickey. What do you call that, Mickey? Mickey, that black-looking boyd over there. A blackbird. Oh. The bird I was named after centuries ago. Oh, noble and erotic blackbird, grant me your strength and wisdom. I don't know, Mickey. How's a bird supposed to grant you... It was at that moment the blackbird bestowed its essence, a pure distillation of blackbird energy. 
Jesus, Mickey! This boy is just shitting everywhere, Mickey! It's shit. He's got birdery, bird dire. He's got birdery or something. Mick then began the ancient ritual of absorbing its power. No, Jesus, Mickey, don't! No, don't roll around in it! No, it's probably got salmonella some sick shit! It's a beautiful ritual, rich in mysticism, where the realms of man and beast converge. Jesus, Mickey, for no. God's sake and all that's holy, don't eat it! Don't eat the boy's shit, Mickey! Jesus! What does it taste like? Now I know what I must do. Time to end this Nazi terror and save the girl. All in a day's work for me, the hero. <clears throat> that crazy asshole had two guns in his shorts. Meanwhile, Isla and Laszlo sit in the car as it's towed away by the tank. Oh my god, Laszlo, look! Is that Mick? Topless? With two shiny guns? How did he even find us? Not that I'm disappointed he did or anything. Oh, yay, we're saved. Phew, thank you, Mick. That was definitely the outcome I wanted. Mick, you just drop-kicked a panzer tank and ripped the door off the well-made German automobile. How did you do that? I ate bird shit and it gave me superhuman knowledge and strength. No time to explain. Camels? Where are we going? Quickly, to the desert. We haven't much time. For what? It's how I prepare for a roll. I've decided to be in this little musical of yours. Oh, Mick! Oh, Isla. Laszlo? Our heroes, Mick and Isla, travel across Morocco's infamous Sahara Desert on camelback. Laszlo sweats profusely. Mick and Isla sweat attractively. Mick more so. Laszlo starts to sway dizzily in the heat. It's so hot. <laughs> he drops to the ground. Laszlo! I got him. Drink up, brother. I can't. It's your water. Don't worry. Old Mickey Finn will keep me company. <laughs> I should have rationed my water. Who'd have thought the desert would be so hot? Mick, your camel! Suddenly, Mick's camel collapses from the heat. Elijah! Mick rushes to his fateful steed and whispers in his ear. Is he... whispering to it? Whatever he's doing, it seems to be working. Elijah the camel begins to rise to his feet. You talk to animals now? Just a few phrases. Mick shares a moment with his trusty camel steed before kissing it gently on the snout. Is that a hawk? He says we're nearly there. Exterior, an ancient monastery in the desert. Our trio dismount at the giant steel doors of an ancient desert monastery. Mick approaches the doors and begins to slowly force them open with only his huge arm and his other huge arm to help him gain entry to the ancient monastery in the desert. 
Mick yeah. pushes further. His biceps, triceps, and all his other arm muscles, including ones as yet undiscovered by human science, bulge. It's so awesome. The doors scrape along the ground, irreparably damaging the 14th century mosaic floor. Classic Mick. All brawn, no brains. There is a doorbell, you know. The doors finally burst open thanks to the strength and determination of a man who has never once cried myself to sleep over a failing marriage. Wow, Mick. Quite the ubermensch. I'd love to study your bloodline sometime. Inside the chapel, the walls are flanked by rows of bookcases, priceless artifacts, and dusty shelves of wine. Hooded monks look up from their parchments and stare in disbelief as our heroes and Laszlo make their way through the now collapsing entrance. Don't worry, I'm fine. Laszlo admires the religious iconography on display. Religious man, Mick? Lapsed. Mick looks up at a statue of Jesus H. Christ and gives it a nod of recognition from one misunderstood visionary to another. A parched Laszlo eyes corked dusty bottles of wine. Do you think the monks would mind if we had a taste? We're all so thirsty. Mick, I'll pour us all a glass. Wait, what's that smell I'm smelling with my nostrils? Laszlo, you idiot! (gasps) This isn't wine. Someone's smuggling explosives. But whom? And to whom? And to where? And why? And why wine? And why a monastery? And how? Quiet, Laszlo, you turd. My birdie senses are tingling. Doors ominously begin to slam shut around the ancient desert monastery as monks rise from their seats and circle around them. You know, all I wanted was a place to rest for the night. I'm afraid this resting place will be your last. One monk steps forward and removes his hood. He's wearing a monocle, and he has a mustache. It's... it's... Colonel Meyerkopf! General Meyerkopf's identical-sounding Austrian brother, with bleached hair! The monks sure have some style, don't they? Isla, honey, do you think I'd look good in a monocle? Be honest. These aren't monks, these are Nazis! (laughs) No way! Get out of town! That's a crazy thing that you're suggesting and insinuating. What what do you think would bring them here anyway? The monks disrobe to reveal Nazi uniforms with Nazi guns and Nazi bullets that they proceedingly load into their Nazi guns. Father, forgive me. Mick immediately begins his onslaught of lead. Take this. His hurricane of metal vengeance. And that. His tornado of terror. And another one. Isla helps out. The haze of bullets quickly overwhelms the Puggy trio, and they duck behind rows of scrolls. Things are getting spicy. Laszlo's cowardly gun jams, so he hides underneath some rubble like a spineless deep-sea squid, the natural enemy of the Blackbird. I don't want to die. I have a fear of being shot. There, there's too many of them. We'll have to be resourceful. Mick takes an ancient bound manuscript with the words Magna Carta First Draft inscribed on the cover and fastens it to his chest with his belt. 
He charges forward. The bullets riddle the ancient text, but he is left unharmed. Oh, fuck! Some things aren't worth dying for. Mick peels through a dozen Nazi monks elegantly, like a swan on a fucking lake, but with two guns. Mick clicks his feet to reveal shoe blades. He cartwheels, decapitating two evil soldier monks. Jesus! Please, call me Mick. That was really quite gruesome. It's just like old times, eh, Mick? A henchman throws a bottle of explosive in his direction. Mick jumps, spins, and with a high kick, sends it into an old bookshelf. Like a kickboxing Mikhail Varishnikov, but with two fucking guns! The last remnants of a hundred ancient folk and tribal languages are immediately and awesomely engulfed in flames. Ah, tut, 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 Mick. All the flashy moves, none of the discipline. Kind respect. You're no soldier. You're a dancer, like, what is his name? Billy Elliot. Mick rips the spinal column from another man's back and swings it around as a whip, knocking two more to the ground. What a pro. That was the most horrific thing I've ever seen. Be aware of your surroundings, Mick. We are everywhere. We are masters of disguise. A cleaning lady comes around the corner. Mick blows her head clean off. No, I didn't mean... The postman arrives at the post of the day. Mick delivers a knife to his fucking eye. Honestly, Mick, I... An altar boy peers out from one of the caverns. Say your prayers. Mick moves to snap the child's supple neck, but Isla intervenes. Mick, he's just a child. God, I nearly killed a child. That's awful. Meyerkoff will pay for this. Come and get me, Mick. Mick faces Meyerkoff. Mono el mono. Ouch! You slept me! Try this! Ah, punch to the face. Well played. But can you hit a moving target? Meyerkoff is momentarily mesmerized by Mick's Celtic mysticism inflected maneuvers. Tap, tap, double tap, dilly tap, hiya! Owie! Impressive Emerald Isle fighting style. But tell me, have you ever studied the martial arts? Just some moves I picked up from Chinese samurais in Nepal. Ever heard of it? It's a place. Karate chop! Ow! My nose! It really stings. A piece of the monastery roof suddenly comes crashing between them. Mick and Colonel Meyerkopf continue to battle as they're engulfed in a cloud of smoke. Uh, 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 where are you? Uh, Hiding in smoke, eh? Uh, Cowardly Nancy. Uh, uh, punch uh, and kick. Uh, uh, ooh, uh, right in the cowardly balls. Uh, 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 my butt. Uh, oh, hey, uh, you Germans have a word for everything. You got a word for this? Schadenfreude. I take pleasure in your pain. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh you sick fuck. Oh, oh, oh my oh, hands are tired. And for my final trick, Nazi pork boink. Ah, ah, right in the eye. Uh, where'd he go? Use your other eye. Great. Now I like depth perception. What if I want to watch a 3D movie? He's making a break for the bell tower! Meyerkopf reaches the bell tower and ascends the moonlit stairs. It's night now. Mick 
bursts through the door of the top floor like an erotic angel of vengeance, but there's no one there. Suddenly, a gun presses to the back of his skull. Not even taking the time to look around corners. Tut, tut, tut. What was it your mistress said? All bronze and no brains? So funny. She's not my mistress. Oh, why not? She's a catch. You're a catch. Get to the point. My point is that it takes time to know what you want from a relationship. Sometimes in life our paths diverge, only to converge later on. It's like when I was a young boy, growing up in Stuttgart. We had this- I mean your whole operation. What's going on here? Oh, Mick, it's very simple. You see, this started years ago, four years ago to be precise. We started- Colonel Meyerkoff explains the reason why the Nazis would want to infiltrate the monastery. It's something to do with smuggling. And then you laundered the money in a cash business like a laundromat or an arcade, something like that. And it's not just here, Mick. We are everywhere. Why does he keep saying that? Tell him to stop saying that. Any last words? Oh no. How is Mick going to get out of this one? Do something, Mick. Do something fucking awesome. How about a tune? Ooh, wunderbar. I love songs. Mick whistles the tune to time to say goodbye. Excellently. But the rights are still pending. Mick's tune rings out throughout the rafters and into the night sky and is soon accompanied by the faint flapping of wings. Suddenly, a blackbird strikes the bell at the top of the tower and then another. Dozens, no, hundreds of blackbirds crash into the bell, all unquestionably ending their own bird lives. Avian blood rains down on Mick and Colonel Meyerkopf as the bell starts to swing wildly, impossibly wildly. Oh no, that bell is going to break free from its hinges, fall down and then kill me. Splat! The bell does indeed obliterate Colonel Meyerkopf. Mick kneels on the ground, hurt, exhausted, relieved. He now understands the pain of childbirth, maybe even more than an actual mother. This moment is briefly ruined by the altar boy weeping, likely traumatized for life. Mick stumbles up covered in feathers and bird blood. Mick, you're okay? <sighs> Don't call me Mick. Call me... Mick looks at all the blackbird feathers stuck to him and thinks about all his previous encounters with blackbirds, about the blackbird in Rock Bottom's boxing gym, about his old calling card with the blackbird insignia, about the fact that he himself used to go by the name Blackbird as a special agent, and about how his surname since birth is Blackbird. Bloodbird. What was wrong with Blackbird? Okay, Blackbird. Let's get out of here. Elijah? Thanks, Elijah. You're not so bad yourself. Now, full speed ahead. Ah, the theater. It's almost time for the dress rehearsal. Isla is talking to a second female character. So, how are you finding acting with Mick? Eh, not bad. He's a, he's a bit intense, though. Yeah, he can be like that. But enough about Mick. What do you say us two ladies talk about something other than a man for once? 
Uh, sure. So, what did you have for lunch? A pasta with a bechamel sauce. Sounds great. Okay, that'll do. Uh, we don't have to talk anymore. Time for the rehearsal. Mick? Mick? Blackbird? Blackbird storms onto the stage, performing a fusion of traditional Irish and modern tap that only Blackbird can. You called? Oh, Mick, you've still got it. Who's Mick? I'm Blackbird. Okay, well, Blackbird, you've still got it. All right, time to rehearse the big emotional scene between Raven and Elsa. This is the scene where I kill Nazis? No, uh, we've been over this. You only do that in the big final scene. You know, when you take out the two guns. Hold up! What is this piece of shit Nazi doing here? Oh, hey, Mick. It's only me, Sam, your piano player, bartender, and occasional sidekick. I got an extra role in the musical as a Nazi. Isla, you know I can't perform with Nazis. They never remember their lines. Blackbird, this is Sam. Sam, your piano player, bartender, and occasional sidekick. No, no, no. Th this is a Nazi. A fucking Nazi. And Sam died in that big, cool explosion. You know, that's a really interesting story, actually. You see, for me, okay, explosion... time for the rehearsal. Places, everyone! I'll be keeping my eye on you, Sam. And... action! Blackbird storms onto the stage, performing a fusion of traditional Irish and modern tap that only Blackbird can. <laughs> the actress from earlier is also there. Oh, Raven! I'm just too worried about you! Come on, Elsa. It's totally cool. I've got all this spy business under control. If it was just that, I'd be okay. But the dancing, too? Think of your millions of fans! You can't let them down. You think I don't care about them? You think I don't lie awake at night? Thinking? Oh, sorry, everyone. Oh, you shot me, Mick. You f oh, uh, no, it's it's just in the stomach, though. I, I'm fine, everybody. Nazi, we've got a Nazi here. Holy shit! No, it's fine, really. I I'll manage. Blackbird, how did you even? That's meant to be a stage gun. Ah, uh, those things don't feel the same. It's all about the weight. It's like cupping your balls. You really gotta feel it. Besides, came in handy when this Nazi tried to attack us. He's not a Nazi! We've been over this! Take your hand out of your pants! Is, is anyone actually going to call a doctor? Because I, I know I said I was okay, but it, it's, it's quite a lot of blood. I knew this wouldn't work out. I knew I couldn't work with you. I was a fool to think you could be a part of a team. But Isla! Wait! Blackbird chases after Isla, performing a fusion of traditional Irish and modern tap that only Blackbird can. Sam dies again. <laughs> Interior bedroom. After a stressful rehearsal, Mick retreats to his bedroom alone, which is rare for him. Mick looks into the mirror. He gets lost in his own eyes for a moment, and is then distracted by the sight of his bow tie. Damn it. If I can't tie a tie, how am I meant to perform the role of a lifetime tomorrow afternoon? Mick throws his tie on the ground. 
he falls back onto his bed and cries one single masculine tear. Mick answers, it's Isla. She's been crying, but crying in a sexy love interest way. Mick, I'm so sorry. I've been such a fool. I know I've tried to hide it. But you're the one I've wanted all along. Mick embraces Isla gently with his muscly arms that are remarkably toned for a man of my age. They fall back onto the bed, and Mick's spine takes the fall with no issue at all due to the youthfulness of his physique. No, Mick, I love you. I'll be right back. Rock bottom? Mick, I'm so sorry. I've been such a fool all these years. I know I tried to hide it, but you're the one I wanted all along. Mick looks back at Isla, and then back to Rock Bottom. The three of them tangled in a steaming hot love triangle. Both Isla and Rock Bottom are in awe of Mick's stamina. Although his lovemaking considerations are divided, they both feel special. Mick catches his reflection in the mirror at the back of the room. He is mesmerized by the incredible act of selfless love-making he is watching. The face of his reflection begins to warp and obscure. Mick's own reflection becomes that of his father's. You're doing a great job, Mick. I'm proud of you, son. Mick's mirror dad gives him a big thumbs up. my loves. I'll be back. When Mick sees who's on the other side of the door, he turns white as a ghost. But a ghost with a really good tan and regular moisturizing routine. Sam? Hello, Mick. But you're dead. I shot you. I sure did take a big old tumble, Mick. But, uh, ah, forget it. Just promise me you'll never die again, you big lug. Mick and Sam go in for a hug. Sam gently massages Mick's foot cheeks. Mick opens the door while still embracing Sam. It's a Nazi! Mick, I've been a fool. Will you take me back? Several orgasms later, Laszlo is standing in the hallway with his ear to the door, horrified at what he is hearing. Oh, that's not where it goes, but no. I'm Sam, that's great. Oh, a little bit, but I like it. Mick, 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 Mick,
Laszlo. Um, hey, are you guys having an orgy? Is, uh, is there any room for little old Laszlo? <laughs> orgy? What orgy? What's an orgy? I, but I can see everyone inside. Hi, honey. Hi, Laszlo. We're just, uh, reading. We're all reading. But I don't see any books, and everyone's so sweaty. And reading! Oh, oh. You'll pay for this, Blackbird! Ooh, play it again, Sam. Interior theater lobby. Inside the theater lobby, the Nazis Nazi-ishly wait for Raven the musical to begin, unaware that the Blackbird has caught them in his birdie mandibles. Nazi ladies and Nazi gentlemen of the theater, we would like to welcome all key and unprotected members of the Nazi army here tonight for our premiere of Raven, a German musical. Please make your way from the lobby and into our enclosed and soundproof theater. Oh, yes, yes, very good, yes. I love the musicals, and I love Nazi Germany. <laughs> and I love the rooms without fire exits. Oh, Raven, my old lover. I need you to dance for me once more. Elsa, my old flame, I don't dance anymore. I need you to come with me. You're the dance partner of my dreams. I need you to leave me alone. I don't work as part of a team. And it's got and nothing, it's nothing to, do to do with the, the fact, fact that, that the only fella who's ever broke my heart is five, 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 eight feet away from me. And that's why I hate freedom. Look out, Raven! It's the democracy man! <laughs> Back off! I'm the evil, stupid democracy man! Get in my democracy bag! The trains won't run on time! And all of the foreign people will take all of your money! I'll crush that stupid raven and make everyone equal! Raven, won't you come with us? No. Raven, won't you come with us? Okay, fine. Yay! We're so happy you're right on cue. I'm wiser now. Look, I grew. I've decided to dance for you. But... I'm the one who's in charge and there'll be no voting of any sort. Oh, it's like they made this musical just for me. I'm Nazi. Yeah, but did they ever explain exactly why Raven went to a monastery earlier? Meanwhile, backstage, both Isla and Laszlo stare in awe at the very impressive and expensive production. Those Nazis sure love mixed dancing. <clears throat> they love his singing too. <clears throat> He's the voice of our generation. <clears throat> a real dreamboat. Yes, okay. Well, you better get ready for the big finale and all the Nazi murder. Lame democracy is bad and wrong. Raven will sing his greatest song. And maybe our Nazi crowd will sing.
It's my first dance of my second chance With the Third Reich breaking the fourth wall Now it's time to kill all of you Nazis Interior that's mostly an exterior, Blackbird's new rooftop bar. After the well-choreographed carnage, it's the opening night after-party. The creme de la creme of the Casablanca upper crust, hobnob and nib-nab. Sam is still alive, somehow, and he's back doing what he loves the most, tending the bar and lounging. That was quite the performance, Blackbird. You killed all the Nazis. Not just the ones you were meant to. Every single Nazi. Thanks. It sure was fun doing it the way I like it. With two guns. And I'll owe you hope too. All that sex last night got me as limber as a mongoose. Oh, stop. Oh, yeah. Um, we now have an open relationship, so it's totally cool. Uh, also, I was kind of busy last night, but uh, I could maybe make the next Yeah, one. no one gives a fuck, Laszlo. Sam, well done on rebuilding the bar. It's better than ever. Sure is good to be back to normal. You said it. Ah, things really are looking up for old Blackbird. I've got my bar back, and all the Nazis are defeated once and for all. Heads up, Mick. The chief of police just walked in. Hello, Mick. Just popping in to make sure you haven't been involved in any zany Nazi-killing schemes? No, I'm not actively involved in any right now. An unusual wording, but uh, you are an unusual man. <laughs> Very well. I guess all those Nazis at the musical just died, and I will close my investigation. <laughs> Enjoy your petit soirée. Phew. For a second there, I thought the chief was going to arrest me. Ah, looks like everything really is going to work out perfectly from now on. Here, here, how about a toast to Blackbird and to living happily ever after. And to working as part of a team. Hooray! Cheers! Oh, Laszlo, you spilled Mickey Finns all over your shirt. The distinctive shade of green will stain. Oh, no, it's, it's fine, it's fine, leave it, it's fine. Isla rubs Laszlo's shirt with a napkin, but it pops open to reveal a massive swastika chest tattoo. Laszlo, you're... a Nazi? Correction, meine kleine Fraulein. Danke to your birdman killing all of my rivals. I'm the Nazi, the only one left. I guess this explains why you were never topless. But why? I've just always been an evil Nazi. No, I mean, why kill all the other Nazis? Surely fascism needs a strong leadership group to maintain its power. How will you coordinate an authoritarian state? I always knew you were a Nazi. I'll kill you. Uh, uh, nick so schnell, meine Blackbird, for I have your precious weapons. Two guns. Damn, I need them to kill Nazis. Ah, uh, it's fine. It's just my stomach. I'll walk it off. Not for long. Time to die, Blackbird. I, how do I... I, I can't... What's the matter, Laszlo? Cat got your gun? Oh, verdammt! This two-guns technique is much harder than it looks. It must require years of training. Eat shit, Laszlo. 
Oh, oh, stop it. Oh, time out. I, uh. Oh, let him off, Mick. He's weak. The bird isn't tired. Come on. He's trying to say something. If you don't let him exercise his freedom of speech, you're just as bad as him. Fine. I just wanted to say goodbye. Laszlo drops off the edge of the rooftop. Suddenly, he swoops up on the back of a giant eagle, shooting bullets into the night sky. <laughs> Farewell, Blackbird! Forever! Or possibly see you soon in some sort of ultimate showdown! <laughs> Interior Mix New Bar. We start the scene, as usual, at the beginning. Mick, Isla, and Sam are in Mick's newly rebuilt bar, looking at a map of Europe. Laszlo went west towards Lebanon. That's at least a four-day walk from Morocco. We'll never catch him. It's practically a different country. Mick spots an opportunity to show off his famous wits. Hey, speaking of different, as in foreign countries, have I ever shown you my impression of uh, one of my girlfriends? She was Lebanon. As the producers of this podcast, we would like to apologise to the listener. While we have strived to present Mr. Flatley's words exactly as they appear in this screenplay, there are certain elements that we cannot in good conscience air. The last thing we would ever do is claim our words as his own. So in lieu of editing, we have opted to skip past all the questionable material. But Mick, you know plenty of French people... Or as those so-called people in Iceland like to say... The listener is assured that they will not miss anything important. Isla and Mick are where we last left them, at the bottom of the stairs to Laszlo's secret laboratory inside Castle Nazi. Isla is cradling Mick as he loses blood. He's still wearing his sexy Himmler disguise. Please, Mick. We can't let Laszlo win. The world needs you. I'm sorry, kid. I thought I could walk it off. It was only a harpoon. Oh, this is all my fault. I should have never broken up with you in the first place. It's okay. It's okay, kid. It's time. We both let go of the mistakes you made. I think I'm off to the great saloon bar in the sky. Don't leave me, Mick. You can survive this. You've easily the body of a man half your age. Kid, you need to do this without me. But how? I'm just one woman. What can I possibly do? Relax. You're still easily of childbearing age. But I don't see what that has to do- I mean, what can I do right now? Laszlo has the crystal. You'll figure something out. Just, could you do one last thing? Anything, Mick. Sing our song? I I don't think this is the right... Sing it now! Okay. Blue his house with a blue little window and a blue Corvette. (laughs) And everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around. Because he ain't got nobody to listen, to listen, to listen to. I'm blue, da-boo-dee, 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 da-boo
to hear it without the crying, but I suppose I'll take what I can get. I think... I think I finally found something worth dying for. I'm dying now. Mick dies. Ugh. No! Across the world, people instantly become aware of Mick's death. A priest in the Italian countryside falls to his knees, swearing vengeance against an ignorant god. Orphans rattle at their cages, calling out for Uncle Mick. A mighty elk presses its head voluntarily against a hunter's rifle while audibly weeping. Inside his laboratory, Laszlo is running around pulling levers on his evil Nazi machine like a fucking shit. <laughs> Laszlo is happy because his Nazi machine is nearly at full power. I am happy because my Nazi machine is nearly at full power. Soon the whole world will become like me, a Nazi, and I will finally win the favor of Cyber Hitler. A beam of blue light shoots towards the sky. Meanwhile, Isla has lost all hope. Oh, Mick! If only there was some way to bring you back to life so you could defeat Laszlo. But there isn't. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've just remembered. She reaches into her satchel and takes out the mysterious powder that the wizard had given her earlier and examines the label. Hmm. Sprinkle this on Mick if he ever dies. I wonder. She empties it on Mick, but nothing happens. Oh, I'm a fool for believing a lady like me could ever change fate. Science was right. She kisses his baby-smooth forehead one last time. A tear falls from her eye and mixes with the powder. <gasps> We're back with Laszlo inside his lab where he does Nazi stuff. I cannot wait to see the look on the Führer's face when he sees... I wouldn't celebrate just yet. Mick enters! He is dressed in a pure white suit, an expensive one. He's holding not one, but two guns. Isla's there too, but she doesn't really do anything in this scene. Blackbird, but, but, but how? You should be dead. That's the thing people always forget about blackbirds. They don't have a word for death. He shoots at the bad Nazi man. Laszlo ducks behind the statue of a hunky Hitler, tripping pathetically on the way. Mick tries to follow, but is stopped by Isla. We have to destroy the crystal! But Laszlo needs his punishment! The machine which is powered by the magic crystal is shooting an ominous beam of light into the sky, and that is bad. We need to take care of it, now! Damn it. I really should kill Laszlo, but I also must save the world. Think, Mick, think! What would Mick do in this situation? 
I'm afraid you can't sex your way out of this one, Blackbird. Damn, he can read my mind. What if we... worked together? You mean, as my disciple? You know full well I already have a mentorship program in place. The application forms were in my bar. It's not fair on the rag children if I put you ahead of the bunch. I mean as partners. Hmm. He hands her one of his two guns. This is a metaphor for him learning to trust others. Don't dirty the grip. He runs towards where Laszlo disappeared. Isla shoots at the crystal in the center of the beam, but the bullet dramatically misses it dramatically. Mick scans the room for Laszlo. Where is that annoying Belgian? <laughs> Suddenly, Laszlo shoots at Mick from behind a statue, but the bullets just bounce off him. Your Nazi bullets no longer work on me, Laszlo. I finally overcome my one character flaw. Rats! Goebbels Jr. told me this would happen. Hey, why don't we just, um, put our guns down so I can surrender properly, yeah? No betraying. I promise I won't betray you by shooting at you with a firearm. Deal. Because I am a man of honor, I will not question the weirdly specific phrasing of that sentence. Your weapon. Now. Laszlo slithers from behind the statue with his hands raised. Mick spins the gun in his hand before holstering it like Robocop or Terminator. By the way, Mick could totally beat up Robocop or Terminator in a fight if he had to, even though Mick is a human man, not a machine. Isla fires again at the crystal. The bullet misses, eventually shattering a mug, reading Nazi Young Scientist Award, second place, ORDS, 1993. Laszlo is creeping steadily towards Mick. See? I'm just a simple German boy from Stuttgart who... Suddenly, a knife pops out of his sleeve. The sneaky bastard swings at the bird's face, ah! but Mick sees it coming and judo chops his arm, ah! knocking the blade away. Mick advances towards the sniveling Laszlo. You've always been a coward, Laszlo. Oh, please, don't hurt my German body. This is for Sam. Oh. And this is for Rock Bottom. And this is for the kid. Ah, mein Glend! Isla once again shoots at the crystal. Suddenly, Sam comes up the stairs. I came here as quick as I could! Mick! But the stray bullet catches him in the chest, and he tumbles bravely to his death. Aw. Oh, not Sam! Mick! I keep missing! Mick has pinned Laszlo to the ground. And this is for the unnamed actress in that rehearsal scene. Oh. <laughs> That's because you're aiming with your eyes and not with your heart. Isla takes a breath, closes her eyes, learns to believe in herself, and fires the gun. The crystal shatters! <laughs> begins to shake. Mick is now valiantly kicking Laszlo while he's down. He notices that the whole building is in the middle of exploding. Flying flatlies. This castle is about to blow. Kid, you need to run. Not without you, Mick. 
Not this time. But I'm razzling up Laszlo! Leave him. He's a weak man. Mick is torn between extracting revenge and escaping with the woman who loves him. What will he choose? Damn it. Need to admit it. But you're right. He takes his foot off Laszlo's face. Let this be a lesson, Laszlo. If you want to play chess against the bird, you better have a full house. Fully secure in his sense of masculinity, Mick turns to walk away. But Laszlo springs up and lunges at him. Mick! Mick senses it and pirouettes instantly. He's fast like a hawk, but graceful like a deer. That's also a professional deer dancer. He roundhouse kicks Laszlo right in the fucking head, decapitating him instantly. As Laszlo's head soars out the window, we hear his annoying voice one final time. I'll get you next time, Blackbird! We hear the sound of a human head landing in a ravine. Don't worry, kid. He takes out his flute. The wind instrument. Mick, while I agree that your debut album of solo flute music was misjudged by critics and that the public should give it another chance, it just takes a couple of listens to get into it. I'm not sure if now is the time- Mick lays down a sick melody. Blackbirds! To me, my children! Blackbirds gather around Mick and fly him to safety. A couple of them also come back to do the same for Isla. Outside, the castle explodes, slaughtering any villains Mick hadn't got round to killing yet. The Blackbirds bring Isla and Mick back to Mick's motorcycle inside the Nazi car park. Sam is sitting in one of those sidecar things rating system at all. Mm. And what would critics know anyways? Mm-hmm. It was made yeah. for fans mm. of flute music. Pure and simple. Mm, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, but I really don't care what they think. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> y- yeah, yes. <laughs> <sighs> wow, Mick. Between bumping into you at your bar, fighting those Nazis at the monastery, having an orgy, discovering my husband was a Nazi, Exploding a castle, seeing you die and get resurrected. Not to mention saving the world. The last five hours sure have been eventful, huh? Just a regular Tuesday for Blackbird. Sam, put away that electric guitar. You know they only bring back painful memories. Sorry, Mick. I I forgot about that time you invented rock and roll. (sighs) Tell us about that one, Mick. Not now, kid. Maybe someday we'll visit that story. An exciting one, with a whole different cast of villains and supporting characters, and a plot rich in intrigue. But for now, it's time we got going. Mick and Isla get on his bitchin' motorbike. You fill her up like I asked? Yeah, sure thing, Mick, but how are we gonna get back home across the ocean with just this? Sorry, Sam, but it's gonna be a while before this blackbird returns to its web. I have important business to take care of over here. What business is that? Mick puts on his sunglasses. It takes a while, because he's still holding both of his two guns. Killing Cyber Hitler. For good this time. He makes the motorcycle go vroom vroom, and they drive off into the sunset. We fade to black. A 
but text appears on the screen. Blackbird will return. In Blackbird 2, Blackbird returns. Or Blackbird 2, Blackbird's Revenge. Or Blackbird 2, Blackbird versus Blackbird. Stylized Black 2, Blackbird. Or... The Bootsy Boys' Michael Flatley's Blackbird is a Headstuff production presented by Mob Theatre Dublin. The show was directed by Mikey Fleming, edited by Michael Sullivan, and written by The Bootsy Boys. It was performed by Edwin Salmon and Finbar Doyle, featuring The Bootsy Boys. The Bootsy Boys are Steve Bennett, Victor Bible, Fionn Cleary, Jordan Daniel, Ryan Garvin, Niall Johnson, Corey Shagun, Michael Sullivan, and Richard Zimmerman. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram under the handle at The Bootsy Boys. And if you'd like to support our podcast endeavours and access the super sexy forbidden spice of bonus content... Consider becoming a member of Headstuff Plus at headstuffpodcasts.com. Our group and this group would not exist without Mob Theatre Dublin. Check them out at mobtheatre.ie. And lastly, if you like this podcast, please consider sharing it with every person you've ever met. Add a bit of lighthearted whimsy to your divorce proceedings and listen while you're deciding who gets the kids. You never loved me, but I sure love those Bootsy Boys is something you will say just before you storm out of the solicitor's office. Fun. See you next time. Things. Oh, Blackbird 2. Blackbird saves Christmas! <laughs> this script is the property of Michael Flatley and should be returned immediately, if found. For all offers and inquiries about Mick, including seeing some badass drawings I've got at the back, please email dancinghotsexman43 at hotmail.com. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.